Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm, look, on the descending scale of names, I'm, I'm great. I mean, <laughs> ha- having a fun time, Connor. I was going to tell an interesting anecdote about my day at work, but... You know, oh, look, oh. I think we should all settle around, settle around the campfire. Sean has an interesting story. Now, I think we should all maybe preface this by saying it might not be interesting or really count as a story, per oh, se. None of <laughs> those things could be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a, it's a, it's, it's a very specific thing that happened to me because I, 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 I spent a, a quite a bit of money on this microphone for the podcast, right? Mm. But my headset broke that I use in working from home. So I was like, Grant, I'll just substitute it for the podcast microphone. Yeah. And I was talking with four or five colleagues today, and they all said, God, Sean, you sound great. <laughs> Has something <laughs> they happened? never listened to the fucking show. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the branding. The, mark- the T-shirts I wear in the office clearly aren't working. <laughs> Links below, by the way. The, you've got like the sweatbands and the, sweat, the headband on. <laughs> yeah. I've got the stunner shades with the Heroes for Hire logo on them. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Course. Uh, but no, that's all that happened to me today uh, is that oh. people complimented my audio technology, Connor. Funny that you described that as interesting. Anyway, so oh. this is weird oh, news. Wow, that hurts on a personal level. Because we're friends outside of the show. But at least I heard your sadness clearly. So, swings it around crisply. Wait till the fucking audio fucks up and it sounds like I'm in a phone box or something. Corrupted. Absolutely corrupted. Um, So, Sean, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. I've been uh, too busy impressing my co-workers with my audio skills to look at any weird news. You're about to read them all out to me, and I will give my genuine reactions for the first time, Connor. This is true. So, Sean, we are starting this week with some pretty big news, because there was lots of, like, really... There was weird news this week in terms of that caught my eye, but there was one particular from our home nation that really... I felt like the world needed to know about. I don't know if this is... 
funny for a long period, but it might be only funny for me and you because okay. Ireland went to war this week. Oh, we and did. Not, not a lot of people know this. <laughs> not a lot of people know this, Sean, because I think we need to get the word out because Ireland, we're not naturally a neutral co- country, I would famously, say. Um, famously. Neutral. Mostly because our army mostly consists of three lads and well, a sheep. No, but this is this is a, a fact. Like Ireland does not have an army; we have a defense force because we don't have mm. the numbers to make up an army. <laughs> we're just like anyone who comes here. We're like, ah, come on, lad. <laughs> Serious, come on. Who who you re- pick on someone your own size? Come on, like until <laughs> Malta the- attacks us, we're fucking grand. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, San Marino, we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> You just need like 12 good lads and you take the country. That's anyway, it, yeah. Um, so Ireland were in a war this week. And what's very funny about this, and what the only reason why this is in weird news, is because think of one country that you... What would be the last country you would think Ireland should get into a war with? I would say any country, Connor, because I believe in mm. peace between nations. Okay, but of all of the countries, what would be the worst country to get into a war with? Oh, I would say Russia. I would say hazard a guess at Russia. Irish fishermen go to war against Russian Navy exercises. Fucking hell, boys. <laughs> F- lads, no one asked you to do it, but by God, you did. <laughs> No one wanted you to do it, but by God, you did. Everybody, it was the moment in the movie that, like, you see a terrible thing about to happen to, like, your friend, and you're like, no, don't. (laughs) (laughs) When we've all seen this news. So what happens is, right, there's military drills. The Russian Navy are going to be having military drills uh, in international waters, 240 kilometres off Ireland's southwest coast next month. But Irish fishermen are claiming that the drills threaten a crucial area of marine life and an important fishing region for them. So, according to the Russian ambassador to Ireland, um, he has said that it will be a small exercise, maybe three or four ships. Nothing more. Now, he said that job, but the Irish fishermen, like anybody else really, in this situation you would just go, okay, right. But no, no they weren't going to take this lying down. No, they looked around at each other and they, they said, the we can take on the Russian Navy. <laughs> what do we have? So Johnny's done karate. <laughs> He's done karate class for a few years. We'll take on the Navy. And sure, when Tom has a few pints in him, oh, Jay, oh he'd go through you. <laughs> Oh, jeez, lads. <laughs> um, and so they talked amongst each other, and they decided the best thing to do was to go to war and disrupt the Russian Navy exercises. <laughs> My God. Like, that's, that's, like, internationally, that's surely a crime, right? Like, interrupting a military exercise. Yeah. You can't do that. But like it's, it's also a crime to come into our fishing land, Sean, right? Because the big oh, boys think they can just bully us. But no, no more. I won't have it. But surely they had to ask, right? Like, oh, they did, yeah. But the yeah, fishing yeah. lads are they like, They got ah. permission to do this. But the fishermen <laughs> are like, ah, oh, no. Oh, God, I don't want to do that now. That inconveniences me. But, like, big picture, Tom. Like, <laughs> the, the, like oh, man. Okay, so... Does this mean that in the event of a big old war... Okay, so you remember the Cold War, right? Yeah. America v. Russia. What if that warmed up, right? And it it became a thing. And Ireland, very good connections with the Americans. But also, we let the Russians train near our our island. Like, where does that leave us, Connor? I feel like this is the situation where we're after sticking our head out. And I think they're after putting us all... That's putting us all in dead. We were grand as the boys who just got drunk. Nobody was touching us. Yeah. And everybody else in the country has now looked at these like four fishermen. <laughs> like, lads, lads, I understand. So what are you doing? Like, ah, pick your battles. We were, Literally, we, we pick your the, battles. <laughs> <laughs> fight another village of fishermen <laughs> if you want. Lads, I'll be honest, fight the fish. That's the job. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, <laughs> talking to some of the fishermen, they said that they felt like when the army or the navy would, would be out there, this is the Russian navy, remember, and yes. when they were out in the ocean, what would happen was if they were firing missiles, that would be disrupting the animal life. And then they felt like the seismic... The seismic shocks that would be created by the missiles would change the migration pattern of the tuna in the fish for right. years. Okay, right. Fair enough. Have they actually said they're going to be firing missiles? Uh, well, I think it's or implied. How is it implied just because the Navy is doing it's a drill? It's a military what if exercise. What if they're teaching the lads how to swim? <laughs> Like, what if they don't know? They went down to the fucking ocean to teach them how to swim. You ever heard the phrase, sink or swim, Connor? That's how Actually, Russia operates. I don't want to go off cliches, but it would be a very Russian Navy. The Navy's meant to be, like, real hard anyway. It's like yeah. the worst training you could possibly do in any sort of thing. Like, big respect for everyone. But the idea of, like, the Russian Navy's looking at the American Navy, let's take it one step further. We're going to get people who can swim. <laughs> yeah. Go out to the middle of the ocean, the fucking Atlantic, drop them in, make it home to Russia. Every <laughs> time our soldiers touch the water, they fear death and they still move <laughs> all right all right ireland <laughs> so they actually went uh, on a bit of a, a protest down in our local uh, government sean the the lads right. were protesting they were against this and viciously um, and my favorite inter- interview was uh, with one of the lads i, I don't know his first name i probably have to miss it but um mr murphy oh, um, ken Okay. Yeah, so Mr. Murphy has said uh, that we want to act. We're, but then he's very quickly, he says we want to act, but then in his head he must realise what he's doing because he's like saying, we're going to act against Russia. And then he says, we're not going to face down the boats. <laughs> we're not going to take them on that way. <laughs> All right. More of a more of a moral taking on of Russia. <laughs> and then he says, "But we are definitely making a point here." In that we we're telling Vladimir Putin that we don't mm. like this, and hey. he's going to listen. Here, Vlad, fucking cop on to yourself, right? <laughs> cop on to yourself. Cop you're, on, you're by the way, nobody. means get some sense. That's what you that get, means. Come on now, right? Don't, you're impressing nobody. Nobody's interested in your fucking missiles. What about yeah. me, Tuna? Oh, Vladdy Big that. Balls, we'll call him. Vladdy uh, <laughs> Big The boy's coming up like, just coming up with real childish insults, very Irish. She's like, what are you even talking about? Do you know, we were, there, there was a time we nearly went to war before, Connor. Uh, have you heard about New Ireland? Uh, I haven't. New Ireland is an island in Papua New Guinea. And uh, there was, I, th- I think like in the early 2000s or something like that, there was uproar in Ireland about the fact that there was a new Ireland implying that we were the old Ireland and people were just like god I don't I don't like this at all god I'm going to but I'm going what's to make my claim? presence known yeah, they're, just, they're just named after Ireland like that's oh. it it's in there's a load of, there's a chain of Ireland's named after Otto von Bismarck and one of them is called <laughs> New Ireland and during the war I think it was occupied by Japan <laughs> How did we get involved in that? I don't know. We're the most neutral country there is after Switzerland. Like, <laughs> and those lads have switchblades and chocolate. I don't trust them. We what? just have alcohol. What switchblades and chocolate are there? Ah, a few, a few in Switzerland. You know, a few. You right. know, they've got the very handy blades. Of course. And then they've got some chocolate. Uh, shaped like the Alps, of course. Shaped like uh, the Alps. But yeah, which and is like also our... spiky, dangerous. Oh. Don't trust them. How many people die climbing the Alps, Connor? Do you, you know, just, Loads. just saying. Nobody's ever climbed, di- or t- climbed dying. Has ever died climbing any of our mountains. Because no. we don't have any. We have very tall hills, is what we have. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, instead of a switchblade, like you say, we just have the the, the drink. Uh, and that just mm. kills people slowly over the course of 70 <laughs> to 80 years. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ours is much more subtle. <laughs> neutrality. It's it's um, death by a thousand sups, really. Yeah, look, but Jesus, they're good ones. They're good sups. Um, Sean, what are you? What are your thoughts on this whole situation? I oh. felt like the listeners needed to know because I've to me, I seen this on the news and I had the reaction I'd say you had of and every mostly Irish person was like, ah, for fuck's sake! Literally, <laughs> these are like lads. This is not. Like, there's a certain Irish element of, like, knowing your place and, like, knowing when to speak up. And this is not that time when Russia comes in. You're just like, all right, <laughs> grand. Do you want to do you wanna try putching? Like, <laughs> I'm not getting involved. I'm this not is g- one that you throw up your hands. Nah, you can have it. It's funny. But now, like, these four, like, these fishermen are, like, now that's their thing is that they're the lads who stood up to Russia, you know? Mm. And I don't want them to be proud of that. (laughs) But also, I can see their point that they're, like, ruining our... It's their livelihoods. They're kind of ruining the sea for them. um, Or their fishing area. Um, I just feel like it's so funny that they're now going to be like, yeah, I I defeated Vladimir Putin. Like, he's scared of me. Yeah, the Kremlin fell because of me, is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) USSR no more I said <laughs> this is all me <laughs> the, uh, if we do have any Russian listeners I would genuinely like to know uh, like did this make stories in Russia <laughs> because th- this has been our only news for the past week <laughs> I, I think Russia is kind of busy they have much bigger news I can only assume than fishing situations fishing rivalries with Ireland but they're like they're not like trying to outfish us they're just no. They just want to come into the water for a bit. Nobody's allowed in our water, Sean. <laughs> we Not even the, us. We killed fungi and we'll strike again. I'm, I'm, okay. What if they're on the hunt for, what if the Russians promise to find fungi? Then would we allow them in? Sean, does anyone, what if someone just know what fungi is? Connor, there's not a person, there's not a soul alive who does not know who Fungi is slash was. Uh, so, <laughs> fungi was our uh, national dolphin. Uh, he lived... We only had he, one. We only had the one. He <laughs> lived in Dingle. Suspiciously lived for longer the lifespan of the average dolphin. Uh, and he nobody was ever tour- seen him. No, nobody ever seen him. He was a tourist attraction uh, where people would go out in boats and go and see this dolphin. Uh, to which I say every dolphin looks the same uh, and now in so only one fungi though only one fungi all, got it. you know him when you see him though he has a way of looking at you that just lets you yeah, know yeah, god yeah, that's fungi yeah. uh, but in the last what was it last year last year and a half uh, fungi has not last been, year last year he hasn't been seen hasn't been seen in a very long time uh, but then Ireland got a walrus who was terrorising the shores and so now he's kind of diverted all the media attention to water-based mammals our in def- Ireland. Our defence forces can only handle one aquatic creature at a time. <laughs> that is true. That is quite you, true. My, in my head, the defence forces, when these lads started <laughs> making a ruckus, were like, ah, lads, no. Ah, lads, you have to put us in a weird situation now. <laughs> we just had the walrus under control, but now... Now we have to take on Russia. <laughs> oh, c- call the 37 lads. <laughs> we need to get everyone in on this. <laughs> That's No, I said it all 37. And then they turn two keys at the same time and send out a WhatsApp message. <laughs> yeah, there's, we just have a small WhatsApp just for just everyone. A, just, for the, just for everyone in the Defence Force. Every six you know. months, any wars. <laughs> nah. No. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's like last right. message eight months ago. <laughs> Um, we're moving on Sean to our next piece of news we do have to say thank you to everyone in the defence forces you all do very good work oh no oh no yeah we're we're being self depreciating absolutely we're making fun of ourselves more than we're making fun of you Uh, but the defence forces helped with like the covid vaccines and stuff like that so yeah let's just give them the credit they deserve I'll be honest with you they're way better people than I will ever be oh way better humans way better humans Connor. so let's take joy in slagging them Let's use the old Irish trait of begrudgery and take him down a peg. <laughs> Bring him down to our level of podcast. <laughs> so we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And we are leaving Ireland, thank God. Um, oh. And we are moving on to <clears throat> a massive brawl in America. Oh. 
um, because a brawl broke out in a Golden Corral restaurant the other night, Sean. Okay. Uh, it was last Friday. Texas? Um, um, in Bensalem? Oh, That's ooh. where Jesus was born, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're bang on. <laughs> um, so... A massive brawl breaks out in a Benslam Golda Corral over alleged steak shortage. Oh. Okay, so they ran out of cows or they ran, like, they had not enough steak in the steak restaurant, basically. So, my um, thing, Sean, is there's a video of this, uh, I would say, riot more so than brawl. Um, right. It's to the point of, it looks like... There's a gang war going on in the restaurant, but this is remember is just over a steak shortage. So if you could find the video, really, just to get a visualization of what we're talking about here, um, I know it's an audio platform; it doesn't really help everyone else. But I'm sure you've probably seen it on Twitter in some form. That's fine. Can I just say the internet, like, it just it, it it's it's gone to shit. Like, I, I'm I've clicked on four websites since you started talking about this story, and all of them yeah. are just giving me ads, and I can't tell what I'm looking at. Here we go. Okay. Full okay. screen. Here we okay. Full screen. He's go Oh, arms crossed. Arms crossed. Vertical video, first of all. Vertical. Don't care for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's like they're, they are kind of breaking into factions, aren't they? Where it's like <laughs> one side against the other. That's so many um, Why are they so uppity about steak though? The fight, uppity, the fight happened after a customer became enraged. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I was at 45 seconds and I clicked ahead to like 2 minutes 20 and all of the tables are suddenly on the floor and a man is throwing a chair through the air. <laughs> it goes on for minutes. You were just watching when it was nice and neat at the start. It it's, keeps going until the place is wrecked. There's one lad, he walks out, he's carrying his beer. I'm like, yeah. fucking respect, my dude. One yeah, woman, right. they're hitting people with the baby chairs. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no stakes. There's no stakes. Like, the sides are the best part, though. Like, you get your chips, um, you get your veg. Oh, lad, it's so, great. So, a video shared on the news shows punches being thrown and high chairs flying as a fight breaks out inside the Golden Corral. Uh, the police have confirmed the brawl may have involved more than 40 people Fuck and happened me. following an argument among some customers. Um, I've never seen nothing like that in a Golden Corral before, said a former employee, Dylan Becker. Come on, Dylan. He's, um, he's never seen nothing, so he has seen something. Okay, the old double negative there. So apparently, there was no stake, and simultaneously, when there was no stake, so I would say emotions are already heightened. Emotions are already just about to blow. The fuse is there. Somebody cut in line. And at that point, all hell proceeds to break loose. And after two minutes in the video, Sean, what may amuse you is you can clearly, you can clearly hear a man in the video saying, "All I wanted was some steak." <laughs> as, I'm as, a simple as, man. As there's chairs being thrown into the light bulbs. <laughs> so, like, imagine the poor staff who had to work there. Like, that's the shit you're dealing with this evening. Yeah. Was there any reason for the steak shortage? They just ran out of steaks. It's a buffet. And they ran out of steaks. Okay, um, so that, and that implies someone ruined family, it for everyone. They just ate too so many steaks. So one family cut in front of another family. Um, they were taking their time and they ran out of steaks and then got into a heated exchange at the tables. Which really implies to me, imagine for a second, mm. you are the human being. All the listeners, you can do the same thing that... You were the person who bought the last steak. And you're sitting quietly at your table. <laughs> just like about to tuck in. And you just look up and like everything's on fire. And you know what, lads? I got it well done. There. There I said it. <laughs> I ruined it. Look at me. I fucking oh, ruined it, boys. I'm eating pure charcoal right now, boys. And I am so happy. 
Um, so, Sean, what do you do with that situation? You're in the restaurant. Mm. Place runs out a steak. Brawl breaks out. Are you joining in or are you, are you walking out? I'm taking charge of the situation, honestly. So I think what I would do, it, the fight breaks out. I stand on the one remaining table and I just scream, like I shout at the top of my voice, shut up. And just everyone, <laughs> everyone is silenced immediately. That's how this goes in my head, all right? Uh, can, I, can I give you what will actually happen? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you stand on a table. You yeah. throw a quick shut up. That's it's very loud. great so far. Yeah. Um, there's one second of scap. Four chairs smash you straight into the forehead. Mm. Um, you wake up and the place is cleared out and the police are standing there. Okay, okay. Well, I want to avoid that at all costs because of my criminal record. Uh, so, yeah. I stand... Okay. S- s- same as the first plan. I stand on the table. Why you always stand on... Just, I gotta, just gotta get the vantage point, my dude. Gotta get the okay. vantage point. So, I stand on the table. I shout out, Wait. I have an idea. <laughs> Fajitas. <laughs> like, have you tried tofu? Right? No. Four chairs again. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like one of those choose your own adventure games where you always fall off the cliff. <laughs> you're, you're trying to survive. But you keep going on top of the table. I just don't understand it. But I don't think if I sh- if I was but if I was on the ground level and I shouted wait why I have are an you idea. shouting because I need to there's a brawl going on I need to be heard Connor <laughs> sorry notoriously okay. brawls much easier to grab attention of <laughs> mob mentality and I'm I, I'm something of a mob myself uh, like. Do you want what I would actually do or do you want the funny answer for the podcast Connor because what I would actually do well, is leave. You, oh no, would, you, would, you would leave as fast as possible. Yeah, probably still leaving like a 15% tip because, you know, those servers work hard. I think though, in if the, another Irish response would be just not to react and then just to keep mm, eating your meal. Pretend it's not happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I mean, th- Tommy Tiernan always has that long-running gag of like, if a fire uh, alarm goes off in a pub... But you de- everyone stops. But then, if you look to your left and your right and you can't see the fire, you do not budge. Everyone stays sitting. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's that. That that is the truest thing that's ever been said about like Irish responses to crises. Um, see, when it's an actual fight, though, I feel like there's more of a there's somehow more of a threat than a fire breaking out. You know, of course, because of course. people are wild cards, and when they're throwing high chairs. What if that lands in front of your nicely well done steak? What You're you ruining my do? salad. <laughs> the um I, I okay. It I think for this brawl to be resolved, the only thing to do, right, is bring out more steak. Enough for everyone. But mm. they clearly can't do that. So what you need is you need some kind of like Disney moment where the chef who's been struggling with something this whole time, pulls all the ingredients out of the fridge and delivers an amazing meal that makes everyone think of their childhood and calms them down. Are you thinking of, um, and as we always, notoriously, I mean, it's it's well known, uh, the method of the ready-steady-cook method? The old ready-steady-cook method. You have mm-hmm. five pounds. What you need to do is make a full meal out of that. <laughs> you know? And at the end, that's fucking shite, Susan. That's <laughs> Take Susan, that away. <laughs> why did you deep fry a fish? Actually, no, that, that's fine, isn't it? A, a deep fried <laughs> fish is quite a common thing. What's, what's bad if you deep fry it, okay? Uh, why did Nothing. you deep fry a pepper? Like a, like, like I think a you can pull pepper. it off. Yeah, but are you putting breadcrumbs on that before you put it in? Oh, you know you know, I've got my pan station set up, Connor. Yeah. Uh, um... Okay. Oh, a bottle? Yeah, but that's not edible, like, at the end of the day. Yeah, that's fair enough. Give me something. Like, uh, you deep fry... I don't know. A marshmallow. Oh, actually, yeah. Because you're losing the marshmallow. Well, then you just have deep fried breadcrumb, surely. A little bit of sweetness inside. (laughs) 
Have we just created the greatest thing? I think we might have done. I think we've clogged everyone's arteries, but I think we've created the greatest thing ever. We're Name killing me. our own customers. The perfect crime. Uh, all all of the listeners, message in, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or uh, email Instagram. or anything like that. Instagram, the other one. Uh, what's If you could find one thing that you can't make at least eatable by deep frying it, I would like to know. <laughs> Human meat. No, that's good. That's a good that's, one, though. That's, sorry? Nice. What? Uh, moving on to our next story. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on, Sean, we have we have an embarrassed burglar. Um, oh. Not a phrase I normally say, but Pants I have embarrassed, embarrassed, embarrassed. Why can't I say that word? Embarrassed burglar leaves two hundred dollars, flees home. What? As in he yes. brought two hundred dollars on the burglary with him, and then put that down in the place he was robbing, and then just pieced out. So the owners of a New Mexico home were doubly surprised over the weekend to find a burglar inside their house with an AR-15. Jesus Christ! And then, to have him apologise, give them money and leave, looking embarrassed. (laughs) That sounds like task failed successfully to me. (laughs) (laughs) The man had slept baited, dined, and had some beer at the home on the outskirts of Santa Fe before the owners returned and discovered him. He had an AR-15 scoped rifle, but did not threaten them in any way and did not take any jewellery or any other belongings. Did this man just think it was his house? Instead, he gave the homeowners $200 as reimbursement for the window that he broke to get in. So he didn't think it was his house. What is this? What happened here? Sean, it's weird news. This is the stories that the we, we miss. This is why we have this show. Because a story like this really stu- stu- stands out to me. Just mm. due to the fact of it gets stranger with every line that I've just said. Because everything leading up to that implies that this man wanted to burgle the house. But then you hit me with the, he apologised and gave them money. For breaking the window to get in. What, I mean, what's the cost of reglazing these days? It's, mm. uh, it's, it's The suspect, who is over six feet tall and is in his late 20s, so they walk in, there's a dude who's maybe 6'2", standing mm. there with an AR-15 rifle in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is when we die. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, would, you would prepare for it, surely. Mm. Uh, he's, uh, that's a very specific detail to give for this man, by the way. That he's over 6 foot. So, like, he's either 6 foot 11 or mm. he's like 6 foot and a half. And they yeah, he told to me he was, six, he was over six foot. Yeah, 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 for all the all the Tinder matches he's got to get. I've been in a relationship for years. I don't know how Tinder works. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, I think if you say you're a short king, I think that works. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, from one short king to another. <laughs> I don't know what height you are. <laughs> I'm four foot eleven. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> I'm three foot four. I'm getting smaller by the day. <laughs> the um, did this man like how long did he stick around in the house before giving away the money? Well, I mean, look, he had slept there. He had Fair. had a bat. He had had some beer, um, and he had had a dinner there. So he'd been there for quite a while. And when they came home. Um, and when they came home, they're obviously like, what the fuck is going on? He's all embarrassed. He's all flustered because, of mm. course, like, it's an embarrassed situation for him. Um, so he shared a bit of his story, Sean. And this is really where oh. it caught my eye. Because nice. this is the start of a movie. Um, he was telling the, he told the others that he was running from someone and that his family had been kidnapped in East Texas, according to the report. He said his car had broken down outside Santa Fe and he had found his way to this home to break in, get some food and then set on his way again. Was this man Jason Bourne by any chance? (laughs) 
that's ridiculous. That's not true. That can't be true. Because otherwise the reporters would have verified that it was true. But he didn't take anything, Sean. No. So is it true? I No, he wants to live in this in this movie world that he's concocted. Mm. I bet it's not even a real AR-15. The homeowners told authorities the man was extremely embarrassed and apologetic about the whole situation when he gave them the money. <laughs> he was a lovely guy, really, honestly. Like, we're meeting up again next Saturday. <laughs> The suspect left at the home with his duffel bag and his gun, walking down a ditch. What? Okay, so like the end of the Incredible Hulk TV series. His alleged larcenies, Sean, totaled fifteen dollars. <laughs> and is that the price of like hot water and and the meal that he made for himself? I think he made like a ready meal. So he maybe made a pot noodle. Um, no washing up. Brilliant. Genius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, um, and so, I mean, he leaves 200. They're actually up 185 on the whole ordeal. That's actually that's, that's actually pretty good. Like, if every robbery went that well, you wouldn't be long fucking making bank. Uh, I have a theory. I don't know how good it is, and I don't know how fully formed it is, as I'm saying it, Connor. Mm. But, <clears throat> do you know in the Saw movies... Yes. Do you know that Jigsaw's whole thing is like, oh, I'm going to make you appreciate your life by putting it in jeopardy? Yes. I feel like that was this man's... That's what, like, the beginning thought of this scheme. But then, like, he bottled it halfway through and he realises he can't be that mean to someone. So Do you think? I just, I think if you walked in with a home invasion, you're you're fully... I, I would be fully prepared to die immediately. <clears throat> And then to find out that I hadn't died, but I had in fact got 200 quid. <laughs> That's, yeah. I think I have a whole new lease on life after that. I mean, what happens if he is telling the truth? What happens if his family have been kidnapped in East Texas and he's travelled his way here and his car broke down? Well, why didn't he go after the, the, I assume, multiple gang members that kidnapped his family with the AR-15 that he had at his disposal, Connor? Why didn't he... Why didn't he go to the police? You know, because have you ever seen the movie The Equalizer? Or I have. Taken? I have. Mm-hmm. But those are good films, Connor. I mean, I'm telling you now. What happens in those films? They break into a home. They recuperate. You're on the road for forty well, hours. Well, no, in The Equalizer, slept. it's a hardware store they break into. I just, I can't, I can't stress that enough. The whole thing is that it's set in a hardware store. That's the, that's the selling point of that film. <laughs> Look, look, you're on the road. You're trying to get your family back. You're tired. You break into a home. You have a sleep. You bring your gun. Lads, I'll be on my way. I'm on my way now. I'll give you the money back. It's absolutely fine. I have to shoot my own movie. I'm in an action film as we speak. Why does he have... Yeah, so is he a, Is he an actor? Is he a... Is this Daniel Day-Lewis? I... <laughs> He's going Do you think into- if Daniel Day-Lewis starred and Taken, he would have had his own daughter kidnapped? I, t- I genuinely, right, I genuinely think he might have. Uh, because... And not told her. Uh, surely he'd tell her beforehand. Nah. Like, do you ever won't worry that like someday someone will yell cut and it turns out you've been Daniel Day-Lewis the whole time? No, but now I feel like I fear that, yes. <laughs> Could happen at any minute. You wouldn't even know. You're so deep in character, Fuck. Mr. Lewis. The, well, thank you, sir. <laughs> I can't remember accepting those Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Most Oscar nominees don't, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They're normally full of drugs. <laughs> what, what, do, you, do you believe this bad story? Or are we saying yes or no? Is he a bad guy, a good guy? I mean, he genuinely... Like, he, for the most part, didn't do any harm. And these people are financially better off because of his break-in. Yeah. But it's still very unsettling because I assume he left without telling them any more information. And now they're also wondering how much of that was true. <laughs> is he still alive? What's he doing now? Whose house like is he gone? in now? Will he come back? Do I want him to come back? Do you want them to... I mean, I have to pay the rent. I kind of wish he'd come back. 
But I mean, but do you, do you think that because he paid the two hundred quid, he now thinks, "Oh, we're cool forever," you know? Because um, maybe got two hundred quid I, one time. I, no, he's paid. He's paid the next week's rent as well. He's like, oh, I'm okay. Back. Just keep yeah. the bed warm for me. Keep the bath filled. Keep the ramen noodles stocked. We'll be. <laughs> you won't even know I'm here. Honestly, yes. I gotta go shoot some guys. I'll be back. <laughs> you seen John Wick? Yeah, I'm John Wick. <laughs> I'm the guy who killed his dog. Wait. No, I'm John Wick. No, sorry. I'm the dog. No, no, wrong again. Wrong again. I'm the equalizer. I'm, <laughs> I'm Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news, Sean. Um, now, what what really stood out to me here is that I know you like I know you like space. Love space. I, I know you're a big... You know, you like space. Um, and Who isn't? Another, another thing we found out last year was that the FBI admitted that there was aliens. Um, yeah. And I just feel like we were all in the middle of a pandemic. We all just kind of overlooked it. We all just kind of moved on with our lives, which is a bit weird. Um, but another thing that happened in March of 2018 was something was spotted, Sean. And it still is a mystery to this day as... Unknown space object beaming out radio signals every 18 minutes remains a what? mystery. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't want anything beaming anything out every 18 minutes without me knowing what it is. Radio signals. Radio signals. Every 18 minutes. What's it, what do they say? Surely they can be interpreted into some kind Joe of message. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, <laughs> Neil Young put up a satellite. <laughs> he got cancelled from Spotify. He's like, "Fuck you! I'm going to my space object." I'll broadcast my own music. Thank you very much. <laughs> the spinning space object beamed out radiation three times per hour. In those moments, it became the brightest source of radio waves viewable from Earth, acting like a celestial lighthouse. Um. Astro- astronomers think it might be a remnant of a collapsed star, either a dead neutron star or a dead white dwarf star with a strong magnetic field, or <clears throat> drama. Oh. It could be something else oh. entirely. Could be ETs. Huh? Like it's okay, fall up. Signal out here is fucking shite. <laughs> so when they say satellite, they mean just something orbiting the Earth. That's yes. like, not like a man-made technological satellite. Well, it's it's kind of not orbiting the Earth. They, they can see it from space. It's orbiting right. the sun, if we want to go by space logic. Okay. And then if it is a collapsed star, mm. then was did that used to be a sun? And there were other planets around it? Like us, maybe? So, um, one of uh, the lead study author, Natasha Hurley Walker, who's an astrophysicist, um, so I would say very intelligent human being, uh, she says it was completely unexpected. It was kind of spooky for an astronomer because there's nothing known in the sky that does that. <laughs> and it's really quite close to us. It's about 4,000 light years away. It's in our galactic backyard. <laughs> Space is weird, isn't it? Because four thousand, like, because four thousand light years. That means if you were traveling at the speed of light, it mm. would take four thousand years to get to it. Still, quite a long time. Still, quite a long time. But in space terms, that's quite mm. close. Ah, oh, it's down the road. You're popping to the shops to get some milk. Yeah. Get, get some milk. Have a bit of a chat with Tom. Mm. By God, you'll have a great time going to that celestial object. But I just bring this up, Sean, because it's after popping up again this week that they still do not know what this slow-spinning object is that's making radio signals in space. Are we saying, without without hesitation, without a moment's notice, this is the thing that we're all going to die from? I, I, mm, okay. I need you to bear with me as I go through this, right? So... When suns explode and then they condense onto themselves, they make black holes, right? Yeah. Then what if the black hole compresses even more and suddenly it becomes, on the other side of the black hole, this dead object just emitting radiation? And what if that's our sun in the future? 
that has already <laughs> exploded. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. You've seen Interstellar, haven't you? I have, yeah. That little oh, manoeuvre. It's cost us all this time. Oh, man. Um, I don't know enough about space. I think space is cool, but I don't know enough about it to look, nail I this did, down. To be honest with you, I didn't bring this story up because thinking you would solve it. I just felt like it, everyone needed to know it. I didn't notice that they just just found a thing that's in space. Sometimes the best astrophysicists in the world don't know what the fuck something is. And it's making weird radio signals every 18 minutes. <laughs> weird radio Every 18... Very specific. It's almost as if it's yeah. signalling something. Or What's someone. signalling? I'm here. I'm here. The yeah. earth is around here. Uh, Neil Young. Open for business as far as iTunes is concerned. <laughs> Do you think that's Neil Young? <laughs> I think it's Neil ahead. Young personally Okay well I think we just uh, Yeah we're just going to assume it's Neil Young Because it definitely is um, And we'll just we'll just work off that um, So Sean We're going to move on to our next piece of news And this one really Just made me giggle um, Because this There's a, a suspect Who's been caught And he was driving the wrong way Down the motorway Or the highway if you oh. will, In Las Vegas um, America. Now he's he's faced with charges of attempted murder, driving under the influence, and battery. But Sean, and of course, it's theft. But you know, right. with all that, you have a lot on your plate. You have a lot of things going against you. A lot of things but, not very conducive to comedy, as well. I would say. I wouldn't. But it is the fence that really caught my eye because he was caught driving the wrong way down the highway. So your defence has to be good at that point to really try and maybe knock a few years off the sentence, maybe get you off entirely. Um, Because I have suspect says ghost of NASCAR legend told him to drive the wrong way. (laughs) My God. My God. It's like Driver San Francisco. You ever play that game? Oh, that's... It's like that game all over again. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, now he also had heroin and meth in his system when he was caught. Now, look, or did the NASCAR driver have that in him? He Connor? injected it into him when they crashed. It yeah. was a hit job. It was a frame job. Ghost syringe. Um, <laughs> the ghost of Dale Einhardt, Earnhardt's who's apparently a very much a legend of the NASCAR uh, NASCAR circuit, Sean. NASCAR scene. Um, he, he died in 2001 at the age of 49 um, in, a, in an actual, in a, in a race itself. He died in a crash. Tough. In the, very, very in the Daytona news. 500. So he passed away in 2001. His ghost is now back to haunt this one man telling him to drive down the wrong way. Down the highway. Interesting, because ghosts usually appear because they have unfinished business. You know, so... Did th- uh, did this man have a personal connection to this NASCAR legend? Or... No, what? well, why it stands out is this man has never met this legend. He right. has probably only ever seen him on TV. Mm-hmm. But he needs a defence from would- why he's been driving the wrong way down with drugs in his system. But I would also argue that a man who... Tragically lost his life driving in a more than cautious manner. Probably wouldn't encourage other people to do the same thing in his posthumous Um, life, Connor. Daniel Asif uh, told the judge that Earnhardt's ghost told him to drive the wrong way on the freeway in order to get the mayor's attention and bring NASCAR back to Vegas. (laughs) Okay. We always play the game that you play the bad guy's lawyer. And yeah. I love the logic that his lawyer must have been like. It sounds like a plan you would come up with <laughs> to try and get Florida man off crimes. And it would start off with, look, look, judge. <laughs> your what, honor. Name me one thing Vegas is famous for. One thing, your honor. Uh, casinos. Ah, see, that's what everyone says. <laughs> But where the real heart of Vegas is, Your Honour, is 
well, it's the NASCAR races, you know. Now, I just want to make the really major point that it is ironic that the NASCAR, the ghost of the NASCAR driver, who I would say NASCAR notoriously circular, bowl-shaped, mm. decided that the very, very straight and narrow highway or freeway was the way to get NASCAR back to Las Vegas. That's, I mean, look, you got to hit him where it hurts, you know? That's why he, that's why it, 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 in many ways he was running a circular track because he started off going the correct way around the freeway. And then he turned. And he turned. <laughs> he turned. Thereby, Your Honour, making an elongated oval. I'm sure you know. Uh, and in his attempt to save NASCAR, which, by the way, Your Honour, we're all glossing over this, signed off on by this NASCAR legend. Uh, <laughs> He's like acting like, it was signed, sealed, delivered. The court <laughs> told us it was okay. <laughs> And I just like he stacked the jury with like Formula One fans by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking hate him. It's like, oh, they're not the right car. They're not the right kind of car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they all love Drive to Survive on Netflix. <laughs> they fucking hate him. Uh, but yeah, you're like he's 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 a man with a goal, a dream, if you will, uh, and he's just trying to get across that finish line. To bring NASCAR back to of Vegas life. of life, uh, mm. which actually no, he probably if he's driving on the wrong side of the road, he'll probably end up on the finish line of life, Connor. I I think what's majorly uh, funny to me here is that this man, like, he's so banged to rights that it just becomes a situation where, like, they caught him driving the wrong way down the highway with mm. meth and heroin in his system, and nobody was killed. But he crashed his own car and then they got him into jail. Mm. So at that point, it becomes, look, there's literally no way that you can get out of this unless or the that? ghost of NASCAR legend, <laughs> Earnhardt. Well, I want to go another level on this, Connor, right? So the ghost of NASCAR legend, Earnhardt, wanted to bring... Oh, Dale Earnhardt? I don't want to... Mr. Earnhardt is what I'm going to call Mr. Earnhardt. Uh, took possession of this man to bring NASCAR back to Vegas, right? And this maybe also compelled him to do some drugs, you know, Mm. Uh, Your Honour. And so then he was the only, this man was the only man who crashed, Connor. What I think is that the defendant wrested back control at the last minute. And to stop harm to others, deliberately crash the car into the side of the road. Right. Saving lives. Like a hero. But he... But then... But I suppose the follow-up logic to that would be that he saved lives that he in turn was putting in danger. The ghost was putting them in danger, Your Honour. Oh, and you see, no, the, the next the next defense. Well, every time you get into the car, you're you're driving. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a danger. You're all, you're, so, you're it's you're at more in danger of uh, getting an accident in a car than in a plane, Your Honor. I'm sure you've yeah, heard this. So, fact. I mean, I mean, the stats are there. He was literally helping them because what he was doing was distracting them because you never see two crashes very close to each other. So he's like, I'll, I'll take true. the crash here. You won't see another crash for a while. That's true. And then everyone who drives past that crash. Very careful for the rest of the drive, I guarantee it. For the next few miles, at least. At, at least, least the next few miles, Your Honour. And it's Vegas. It's, it's it's very straight. Not like a NASCAR track. My God. <laughs> Life sentence. <laughs> ding, ding. Life sentence for the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, you are... can go for six months. <laughs> lawyer, you're going to jail forever. I, I'm sick of you. I'll be honest. I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean we're finishing off this week with Florida Woman um, she's got herself into a bit of a a bit of a situation and it's something that really I mean Florida Florida Woman Florida Man they just I don't know why they do this to people because I have Florida Woman faked job as sign language interpreter um, actually delivered gibberish on TV oh, in no. Florida Holy shit. Yes. That's um, awful. 
Interpreter Derlin Roberts made signs that made no sense during a press conference about the arrest of a suspected serial killer in Florida on the news. <laughs> a serial killer? Yeah. Where they would like um, give people descriptions of what he looks like. <laughs> so of course, hearing impaired people were t- tuning in to the news conference about the arrest of a suspected serial killer. Um, and Florida woman, she's standing there. She's just kind of doing her own thing. Your man's talking. He's giving his speech at the at the little podium. The the police chief. Yeah. Um. He he announced the arrest, and the interpreter was, was there beside him, making signs that made no sense. Um. She sat there. She sat up there and waved her arms like she was singing Jingle Bells. Said Rachel, who is who is deaf and teaches American Sign Language at the University of South Florida. Oh, so um, an expert on the on the language. And would it, I would be an expert oh, on it. Okay. Yes, God, it's um, getting really hard to defend this woman. I'll be honest. <laughs> among the things Robert signed uh, was the following: fifty-one hours ago, zero twelve twenty-two indecipherable. Murder mm. three minutes and fourteen weeks ago, an old indecipherable. Murder four five fifty-five thousand. Plea ten arrest. Murder Bush, three tw- age twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So it's tied into the Bush administration now. Interesting. <laughs> um, in fact, the chief was providing a timeline of the four shootings and describing how his agency had received some 5,000 tips. Um, right. And how did she got the job was the police chief turned up on the day to give the police, or to give the police, to give the speech, I should say, and she was just standing there. Florida woman just showed up and told the police chief she was there to provide the side language. Uh, so she volunteered for this? Oh, she walked up and said, I'm the sign language expert for the comfort. And the police chief, because why on earth would you doubt that sentence, said, <laughs> oh, you must have been sent by the, this, someone this else. This is all station. prearranged and ready to go. I mean, we've done it hundreds of times. You've just been sent from the... From the <laughs> Why? Why would you volunteer? Because I thought this was a case of, like, the woman being dragged in and being, like, you know, a case of mistaken identity. And it's like, oh, you know sign language. And no, Florida woman, Florida woman made this worse. She signed up for this. She yes. signed up to fake deliver a language she didn't know. Um, she say, uh, by the way, Hegarty seemed like such a such a nice man in this article because he's like, I allowed her to do it. I didn't ask enough questions. <laughs> I should have. So I should have detected more. <laughs> I should have done the done a detective on her. <laughs> what is this badge worth? And he like throws it down. How she knew about the press conference and why she volunteered to do sign language is still a mystery. Hegarty wants to solve. <laughs> what if it's like a deep cut and it's like she's connected to the serial killer somehow and she's like trying to divert attention from the case? <laughs> but wait, they still haven't called her because it says um, Hegarty in his interview goes, I don't know what motivates her, but she hasn't returned my calls. I would like to know both professionally and also personally. How did it occur to her? To this is this man's like this is his life changing moment where like all the years on the force like are pushed to the wayside. And you know what's funny? Is he caught a serial killer last yeah, week? He's done very good work. Like, but he's just now he's obsessed with like why why would she volunteer? I, I just can't. I can't figure it out. I can understand serial killers more than I understand this lunatic. There's motive for ki- serial killings. Yeah. Actually, no, there she isn't. Just... Sorry, that's the that's the fucking definition of serial killings. <laughs> 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 but she just she turns up. She says, "I work with the sign language associate, and I'm going to be doing the press coverage." And of course, he said, "Yeah, fair yeah. enough." Why would anyone lie about those credentials? Because why would you find out what time the press conference was on, dress up in a suit, and then turn up to it, proclaiming that was your job, unless you, I don't know, were a Florida woman? 
it, it it is like the definition of Florida woman because it just ma- like it just boggles the mind. Like there's no explanation for it. Just she thought this would be good crack on the day. <laughs> it just I, I read that and I was just like his interview makes that just like she hasn't returned my calls. I don't know. I would like to know both professionally and then also personally. That was a real. That's a very real moment where he's just like. Why would you? I just want to know. Like, genuinely, I just can't even figure it. We didn't pay her. She would have been paid through her agency. She thought, yeah, she would. They would have sent an invoice, which she would have paid. But she just rocked up. <laughs> Nobody was paying her a cash in hand to do this. I, I, like well, you can't like a sign language interpreter, cash in hand. That's rough, you know. Because then yeah, you're, that, 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 you can't. Yeah, that's you're, you you're inver- in, interrupting the job. <laughs> they do a mid conference, just like this. Wad of cash comes over. <laughs> um, but I mean, just the idea. First of all, like I, I like that they went to the actual like the the lecture and she's just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. This woman's crazy. Yeah. And then the the detective was just like. What a scumbag! Also, what the fuck is happening? So like, I just want to know at this point. I imagine they'll be good friends by the end of this story, though. I think, think that. I just think it's gonna be like, oh, do you know how we met? It's a very funny story. <laughs> I just think Florida woman, she's gone too far. Um, I, Florida man will probably be next week. It's it's just they kind of swap. They take their turns. Take their what? Yeah, well, one has to stay home and mind the army of alligators that they are breeding. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> he sent her off. He's like, "I'm going to my job. When did you get a job? Oh, you'll you'll see it on the news. Oh, yep, yeah, I'll you'll see me this evening. Oh, seven o'clock. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There's me signing <laughs> <Sighted> nothing. <laughs> like I like how they translated it as well. Like they got him to like. The, the interpreter but to actually do you know what's funny about the translation she does know certain words that he's saying which makes it funnier to maybe think that she'd kind of tried to do like half an hour of that's, research before it started maybe that but also I think that's shit you would get by like doing your best you know like murder I know exactly what the sign language is for murder Everyone who's listening to this knows the sign language for murder. It has to be. If it's not the the obvious one, then what are we doing here? If it's not like the Alfred Hitchcock psycho fucking stab, that's what that's murder in sign language. And I will murder you is surely finger across the neck. Yeah, of course. Like that's threat. Mm. And then mm. he meant like a lot of the numbers she got right, but everyone knows how to sign numbers. Because you have fingers to represent numbers, Connor. <laughs> she's she's an awful woman, um, but I, I think they got um, a lovely man in to come do Ben Zapata. Zapata, he came in the next day and he they redid the press conference after finding this out. So ben, it's he? just Florida woman just being a shit house for no reason, just ruining everyone's day, like for yeah. yeah, for with no purpose. There's no goal in mind. She just wanted to no. do it. Um, so Sean that's it for this week's Weird News what an episode of Weird News Connor would you like me to take us out yes please thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday we will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero Monday with Movie Mondays and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays big thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon that is patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcasts shoutouts go to Waffles and the Morbius of Madness is watching the moon fall while Flashpoints at the Batman's death on the Nile Kira Lawler David Clark Ed Ball Joe Burney Roisin the Wife Palmer Ryan Right Time Evanson Sean Groyer Mo for a bro Jamieson Dominic, Josiah, Florida, Gal Green, Anna, Hjelmrus, Lil Dicky, the lads became the biggest entertainment, weaving their tales of yore, McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe Wanda did this, Sammy DeLucia, Michelle seriously cannot keep up with changing our name Brown, and can't wait to spend three hours in Gotham, Batman, FTW, Luke Hoth. Thank you all very, very much for the continued support. We really do appreciate it. If you would like to check out the Patreon, Oh, Lord, Connor, what did we do? What did we do on the Patreon recently that destroyed oh, our souls um, and our bodies? We we did a review of Wild Mountain Time. <sighs> Fuck yeah, we did. It's, uh... God, I... Worst movie I've ever seen. Worst, le- le- legitimately, like, mm. awful movie. 
like yeah. not even redeemable by being like you know funny to laugh at no. it's just offensive outright so offensive much. to me and you <laughs> to us too so if you want to listen to us be outraged and just i'll be honest shit on a film for an hour and 15 mm. minutes head it's on true. over to patreon it's quite a fun listen actually uh it's all over there as is all of our other reviews that we've ever done other ways to support the show you can uh so you can follow us on instagram it's at heroes for hire Fod- podcast facebook is detective Divelman's discussion group twitter is at heroes for hire pod the four is the number four or you can email us heroes for hire underscore at outlook.com but the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor all I've been Sean Meehan. We shall see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.